lady ballers. Welcome back. We're soccer props. And it's game time. And we're back. What's up, lady ballers? <laughs> lady ballers in the building. In the Literally, building. we're in a building. We're here. We're always in a building. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, by now, you lady ballers are probably, you've survived. First of all, congrats on surviving Hell Week. Congrats. And if Hell you're listening, month. you did. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm sure it's exciting to have your first conference games. People are on campus. This is exciting. Yeah. 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 Or if you're in high school, you're just, everyone's back in school. I mean, I love the new year. The starting it, I don't know. You always in the start fall. the year in the fall. I do. Well, <laughs> yeah. you know why? Whatever you say next year. It's you know why? Because I always think of the school year. Yeah. And the, yeah. And the soccer year. Always. Yep. Yeah. I know. That'll always happen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, you guys did it. So great job. I'm sure Congrats. it wasn't pretty, but. The division when coaches at tryouts have to divide between varsity and JV. We know that's always a. Oh, so when they put that list it's on an the angry, wall angry time. And your yeah. stomach falls through your butt. Yeah. <laughs> but regardless of what team you made, you can make an impact. Maybe you had your s- sights set on varsity, but you're on JV. But know that you can make a huge impact on JV. And there's always the option to get pulled up. Yeah. Which is. Yeah, I feel like JV gets a bad rep. Like, it's okay to be on the JV yeah. team. Th- everyone always has room to improve and work on things. But maybe that's just a sign that. May you may not be ready at the moment, but mm-hmm. if you're putting in the hard work every single day, day in, day out, the coaches will notice, and you might get pulled up for a game or two or for the next season. So. Definitely. Yeah, and every school's going to be different. Some schools aren't going to want to pull people up, right, because mm-hmm. they want your JV squad to be strong. I know a lot of, like, schools in my conference did that. Other schools like mine, I was on JV, and a seventh grader was on varsity, so, you know, it's <laughs> always fun <laughs> crazy when, when they like pull up the middle school yeah. kids. But they're yeah. like, but they're like sixty pounds soaking they're wet. Like and they're like learning how to write <laughs> scripts, and they're like <laughs> playing <laughs> over you. <laughs> You're like, ouch. Oh. <laughs> tough stuff. But in college, it was so exciting when, like you were saying, when people are on campus, it's nice to be the only ones there and to like meet the other athletes. But you kind of then go it gets crazy. It's like yeah. Bachelor in Paradise, right? It's like, all right, bring in the new yeah. freshman. Yeah. I need to go back like, to real life. <laughs> It is really funny. It's like the soccer team is, has been caged animals. Like yeah. Everyone just wants to hang out with other people other than the team at this point. Yeah, you're so, so sick of each other. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing else new you could talk about. You've been eating the same foods for like four weeks straight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Your inside jokes get weirder and weirder. <laughs> I remember that happening at the end. Like so weird. That's, I mean, that's when we started, right? That's yeah. yeah we were literally so. losing our minds. <laughs> um, but yeah, so now you're in season, so you're probably in better shape, right? But you have to consistently stay in shape, which it could be hard, depending, you know, if you're playing in the games or not, right? Yeah, and if you come out of Hell Week also with the level of soreness that I remember feeling, I was like, I need need the first game to be like two (laughs) weeks away from this point because (laughs) I am waddling so hard. You make such a good point, though. I I just thought of, uh, I think it was Demi Stokes or... One of the Man City players that we just interviewed, when they went to the World Cup, they actually weren't playing the whole time, and they, they said they weren't as fit as they were when they first yep. came in. So it definitely can happen during the season if you're not getting enough playing time. So just make sure, like we mentioned in the last podcast, put in the time, do yeah. the extra fitness to stay on top of it, and you'll be fine. Yeah, because you go from playing two to three times a day to if you're not playing in the game, the full 90. You know, maybe you burn like 10 calories cheering on the bench and mm-hmm. then what you know so that's a day missed um but yeah just stay, staying consistent right uh making sure you're doing the right things like we've said before put in the extra work right mm-hmm. yeah. and on the contrary 
some of us get so overworked in preseason that we feel the startings of a nagging injury coming mm. along. So that's also if you're now playing full games and yeah. your body's feeling it, maybe that's your cue to not be doing extra steps too. So it's always a matter of listening to your body. But Definitely. this point in time is where you're either going to overwork yourself into an injury that's going to annoy you the whole season or you can be smart about it and yep. stay healthy. So, Or if you were like us, you just lift – you know, before a game. <laughs> that that always absurd. feels really good. I like deadlifted oh so many pounds and then I <laughs> coach expects wrong. you to sprint down the field eighty times. Oh. No thank you. Oh my god, I remember in between we were eating fried chicken sandwiches though. Yeah, so naturally <laughs> we had the energy. And then yeah. do you remember the the mandatory fitness if you didn't play in the game you guys probably didn't remember because you were playing but That's i remember a thing oh my yeah, god uh, you had used to even either you could get it done from the moment you got back to campus and then you had like a few like a day or two to get it done i remember i didn't know that it was away games i it thought it was just home was games. awful oh my god it would be something written up on the board that i'm like this is i this is way worse <laughs> than like playing the in the game. game basically constant like preseason yeah, <laughs> like I, I do remember people doing like a pool workout at one point like oh at an away God. game and it was so funny I, I don't even think anyone knew like it looked like no one knew how to swim and i was like <laughs> what are they doing right do now? do you know when when if he took there were at one point there were so many people that were injured and he wanted us to stay like on top of cardio but not be more injured that he brought us to the pool and we had to tread water <laughs> for 20 minutes and i just want you all know that I hard like if you're not a swimmer too. I and like if you're just not a person who naturally floats, like I'm the shit that drops to the bottom of the toilet bowl <laughs> immediately. I like I'm crying, laughing because I would drown. Like I, I would literally drown. I it was like just <laughs> stay alive for the next twenty minutes. I was in such panic mode. I am so uncomfortable in water, and I remember expending so much energy to tread water and was i was this like this at a hotel pool or was no this, this was at fairfield oh i was gonna say that would be hilarious and there's like people on vacation <laughs> just like 12 <laughs> college athletes like Ugh. i mean it would be different if you were joining like the old lady swimming class uh, yeah, in the no, morning where they dance in the pool but treading so water that's basically like it's like um what it's like that it movie with ashton kutcher oh uh, the i know what you're talking about the marine Oh, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's what it reminds me of. But, like, know. they make you, like, do insane things in the pool. Yeah, I'm not an Ashton Kutcher fan. Oh, God. I, I think I heard him. he's mean. Jimmy Conrad said he was really mean. Oh, dropping yeah. Jimmy Conrad there. Yeah. Burn. He he said, but he said he's mean. So, <laughs> really? We believe Jimmy. I believe so. him. But I love his life. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. We just I got so <laughs> off <laughs> track. <laughs> <laughs> what was so I what we Oh, being uh, staying healthy and then being sore. Yeah. Oh, and if you're not playing in a game, just and stay that's fit. that's when sleep's going to become important. Eating yeah. healthy is going to oh be important. Because yeah. you're just trying to stay in the in the zone, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, think about it's just like starting the season off on the right foot and a positive note with a lot of energy and just making sure that you guys are taking care of your bodies when you have the downtime. Mm. Make sure you're going into the trainer room. Or yeah, Kutcher never goes into the trainer no. room. No. He mm. never would. <laughs> he would never watch film. <laughs> um, but, yeah, just taking care of yourself and then just doing everything. Think of it as a job, kind yeah. of. It's a, it's a priority. Definitely. Soccer is a priority, and just make sure you schedule it in. Yeah, like you were, like Alana, you were saying how you don't always have to do the extra stuff, but that could also be things off the field, right? Yeah. So if your body's worn out, doing the film or going mm -hmm. to training room and, you know, getting rehab or prehab, whatever you need to, mm -hmm. you know, stay fresh. 
so it is Very a job. Yeah. I feel like the mental side is just as important yep. as the physical side. Like oh my God, without a going doubt. Going in and speaking to your coach about things or filming and stuff like that, like I think it's so important to get your mind. Watch soccer. Like yep. Our coach used to always say, watch soccer, because mm-hmm. like not enough people do it. And especially, yeah. I, hope, I hope that people are doing it more than, than maybe we did back then, but mm-hmm. very helpful to see the positions, the movement, like, yeah. Pick a player that's your position on the on the team and watch how they move for professional. Do you guys water. do you guys remember I don't know if you're on the team yet when it was the year of the World Cup when we went to preseason and I thought it was Sean, but maybe it was Jim gave us Sean. a country. Yep, I Sean had Ghana. Did. And we had to watch the games mm-hmm. and write yeah. a report on it. Yeah. Yep. I, I had Ghana. They lost was like right away. Horrible. I was like, Where is the Wikipedia <laughs> on they this? Lost right <laughs> Where are the spark notes on these oh games? Oh my god. <laughs> I yeah, I remember typing and I was like checking grammar like i was gonna yeah. get a grade on this oh my god but yeah i don't I think anyone ever read those huh? yeah i know actually <laughs> speaking of reports um for those of you in college i don't know if you guys have recruiting reports uh what do they call those oh yeah when the so yeah, our coach reports. used to hand us recruiting reports before the games and yeah. we would have to read them and it would say every oh what was it scouting reports scouting yeah, reports. yeah, yeah. sorry yeah well, you know, you can use it for recruit recruiting other players. Do you, <laughs> you know what's insane? Here. I still have a folder of all of the scouting reports. I need to see one. You need to. Yeah, I will. should shout out. I bet you a lot of people who listen or oh follow us are players on our players. Yeah. I can That's read. Funny. And so oh my god, I they okay, would have the most. Why are you? <laughs> This is why you don't have memory on your <laughs> computer. Yeah. No, they were physical printouts. Okay, oh, remember? Yeah. Fax them, photocopy yeah. them. We played back in the yeah. 1700s, guys. It was a shredder. <laughs> my mom's office my shredder. Mom, my mom shreds. So does my mom. My mom. Big shredder. Envelopes. Half the credit card, half on the like <laughs> yep, windowsill, shredding. I'm like, yep. Mom, what are we, the FBI? No one needs our info. Speaking of, I just had a copy of Alana and Shannon's license, and I just chopped it up and put I put one half Did into you? a bag and one half into the garbage. Oh, I appreciate wow. you to for doing separate that. it. So no one could steal our yeah. identities. That's but good. anyway guys, going back to the scouting <laughs> reports, um for those of you who don't know what it is, it's basically your coach finds out the top players on the other team, like what you know, what foot they use to, to shoot or cross and stuff like that and like really interesting facts about the team. And our coach used to make us read it all the time, and he would like pick you out and you ask know, you a question like, about it. What what's num- what's the number of the left back? And yeah. you'd be like, uh. Or what formation are time. they playing? Yeah. Like, uh, and I'd be like reading as fast as I can. Yep. Yeah. Honestly, memorizing that was harder than doing a, p- a ten page paper. Oh my paper god! But me. don't you remember in high school or club or even college? Like I feel like if I saw players today that were like my rivals, I would still remember them and yes. still remember the like true how rivals, they played, yeah. right? Like. 100%. There are certain faces I feel like I'll never forget. Like they were just like that person that e- whether it was someone that was marking you or just the best person on their team, right? Yep. Yeah, Kim De Caesar actually. I played her in high school. Coaching she coaches now. now. Oh, she coaches now. Shout she out used to, to play in the NWSL, but I will never forget her because she was the best one on the team and like my coach would always be like she does this this and that. Yeah. And like the face you just know. Yeah, you remember you that. Yeah, yeah. It's really funny. Scouting reports, lots of fun. <laughs> Lots of good stuff Just there, guys. Make sure you do your homework, literally. <laughs> Read the paper. Um, anyway, yeah, speaking of homework, you guys, keep up with your schoolwork. <laughs> yeah. like speaking I don't of, you probably, have a t- <laughs> you probably have a ton of it that you haven't done yet. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, we were saying this last time, but, like, really, if you ha- are on an away trip, um, make sure you utilize that time to maybe just bring your textbook. I hated doing oh. that. I know. Listen but like, I was if you don't anti-bus reading. On the bus. I felt like I was going to puke yes. all over the yeah. place. I'd and eat six bagels instead. Yeah. You know, and then like, and and like then lay upside down. <laughs> I was <laughs> watching a, a movie. like Trying to get comfortable. Your yeah, legs like. Like a weird movie that the coaches are watching. You felt uncomfortable <laughs> watching with them. 
classic. I always <laughs> it was always like Jennifer Lopez. I feel like she's always the character <laughs> in the in movies. The movies. Right? <laughs> we weren't the ones picking the movies, so I don't know what Jim Someone would put a movie on, then half the bus would boo, then we'd pull the movie out, yeah. we'd put a different one in, and then the other yeah. half of the bus Wait. would boo. It would be like Hoosiers or like <laughs> J-Lo's pregnant, like trying to figure her life Honey. out. <laughs> Made in Manhattan. Yeah. That's a great play. That is a great no, movie. No, what's that movie with the prisoners? Um... Shawshank Redemption? Yeah, yeah. Jim put that on yeah, TV. That I on think I voted that with him. Oh I love that movie. That's like, a like an in full-time investment to watch that yeah. movie. It's the like movie three you guys will always watch if it's on TBS. With Wedding Crashers. Mean Girls. What the Proposal. Wedding Crashers? The Proposal. Oh, The Proposal for and sure. I feel like Hunger Games. I will invest yeah. several hours. Oh, will you? Yeah. Like a beautiful day outside. <laughs> I'll stay in and watch <laughs> The Hunger Games for six <laughs> hours. Retweet. Also, She's the Man. Oh yeah, yeah. Like that's such a we should do a podcast, a live podcast of us watching She's a Man. No one yes. will listen, but it'll be fun for us. Also, we should videotape it because people will care about what <laughs> we look like commentating the it's movie. Like, why didn't they make a second <laughs> one? Oh my god, Amanda they Biden's should. Back. I feel like it could happen. <laughs> Is she mentally here though? She's back. Yeah, she's doing well. She's oh, I'm doing so happy. Well. Fashion school. Yeah. Oh, good well, for she her. Was. But she if she could just be Sebastian for like just one more film, that'd be great. Tatum. Oh, he's single now. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Mm. Wow. You guys, guys heard it here first. This is a tangent. This no, is how this, rumors this is months ago. This is months ago. This is, how you, this is what we do when we're trying to do our homework, guys. Yeah. So don't do homework <laughs> with uh, friends. <laughs> oh, back back to homework on buses. <laughs> oh my god, I was always like, I set the bar real high in my head, and I would pack like forty pounds worth of textbooks because I was mm. like, I'm gonna do this while we're here for a whole weekend. Yeah. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna read on the bus. I'm gonna study in. In the hotel room, yeah. I would not a page would be turned in that book. <laughs> yep, and, and I would have to lug the 40-pound textbooks yeah. around me the whole weekend. Everywhere. You just made me think of this when we played Georgetown. I don't know if you were on the team, Alana, but we all brought our textbooks, and Jim didn't tell us that we were walking six hours around town <laughs> oh before we got to the hotel. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> Georgetown. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is a memory I'll yeah. never I forget. We walked over like a bridge, and we, I think we crossed state lines at one point. <laughs> Yeah. Right. It was like you are here. I felt like I like I was in two places at once. Yeah. I don't know why we were walking around town on cobblestones with back with textbooks. <laughs> in her Spencer had the so most textbooks always. too. I was like, but how she, she would get it's heavier than stuff her. done. Oh my she god. Was, yeah. She's a genius. She always took the seat on the bus that had the table yep. where you could yeah. actually like spread out and work because yep. she was the only one that actually got stuff done. Yeah. Shout out to you, lady ballers, who are a bunch of geniuses. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, it's really incredible, and you bring our team GPA up, which is really you know appreciated. Makes coach happy. Put the students. You're an athlete. Yeah, I put I brought the flashcards with the <laughs> highlighter <laughs> and just didn't do anything. Remember, like going to Staples and being so excited to get all your like fresh school supplies, school supplies and then like not using it. any of it. I <laughs> love it. I do that now. Yeah, you do. You. I have like a bunch of journals and yeah. stuff. I I only I only get twenty pages in, but like but I love a fresh opening. It's fresh like, notebook. Yeah. Fresh beginning. Mm, fresh, smell the pages. Fresh year in the fall. Yeah, it's all yep. good stuff. Speaking of agendas, plug. Ooh. Shameless plug. We have a 2020 agenda that we're going to be coming out mm. with in, I mean, hopefully this fall collection. Yeah. So and, and a greatness journal mm -hmm. so that you can help set your goals and track all your workouts yep. and yeah. meals and all that yep. kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. Yeah, we're going to have a ton of new gear coming out soon. It's going to be awesome. So stay tuned. Sign up to our newsletter. Subscribe. All that stuff. Yeah. Right? Yes. Guys, we literally designed these these t-shirts and sweatpants and joggers and we get giddy about it we're so excited to see it too so like just because we want to selfishly wear everything <laughs> <laughs> yes. so hopefully you guys will love it this fall and for the holiday season stay yeah. tuned on that awesome and we're gonna talk with our friend matt 
Matthew. We'll ask him which one he'd prefer. <laughs> um, he's from the company Goal Click. I think he's English. Guys, we're going to learn a lot. We're going to learn so much. Yeah. I'm excited. I told him that he asked what he should get for lunch. I said, get pizza or halal. So either way. Did he get, do you know what he got? We'll find out. Hopefully no. New York pizza. I know. I said you can't go wrong you for a dollar slice. You literally can't. I had yeah. the best Mediterranean salad just then. <laughs> New York's amazing, man. Slice of life, guys. <laughs> <laughs> So every time we test, we sing it, and it's gross. I'd like us to sing a song to end with. All right. We can sing sing out to fade. And then we'll lose all of our followers. (laughs) (laughs) As long as it's not, I believe that we will win. All right. No. no. We'll we'll, we'll pick a different one. one. Well, he's Uh, not. (laughs) He probably isn't rooting for it. It's awful. It really is It's done. It needs to be retired. Yeah. It's an awful chant. Oh. It was great like eight years ago. Do you have a suggestion for a different one? Um... Just win. No. But come on, you've been... There's you know, so many English yeah. chants, though, right? There's so many. There's so many. There's so many. Yeah, what team do you... I saw Green Street Hooligans. Tottenham. I'm pretty... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're what? You're Green Street. Is that uh, like how it always is there? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm a Tottenham fan. Okay. We went to a game. Yeah, we right? did. Yeah. And Our then team, yeah. yeah. And then Versus we met the team at that uh, Nike Yeah. Year, yeah. Remember? yeah. What's the goalkeeper, Brad? Who g- oh. Uh, no, that was like Guzan was playing for um, Atlanta or Portland. Oh, I thought he was. Yeah, you know what? I did see that on Instagram, but we did meet him in England. I don't know if it yes, was for Tottenham. He like signed something. He wasn't at Tottenham. Yeah. I don't think he was. He was at Villa. We went uh, to yes, two games. Yes, Aston Villa. We saw Villa. them play. Yeah, yeah. that we was a really cool Tottenham, experience. And then we yeah. took the train, and we were really scared. Why right. were you scared? Because we were being followed by some. Right? Wasn't that guy we, following us? We were on edge and thought someone was following <laughs> us. Meanwhile, they just were just bringing their groceries home. Like they were yeah, probably, probably. They were London, Main Street, of London. Those grocery shoppers. <laughs> the thing know. I do like about England, though, is the uh, we, honor we, system. We're just doing this. We're recording. Yeah. Oh, oh, good. Oh, you'll never know with yeah, that. I like, <laughs> I like it. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 The honor system for the trains are always so nice. I like how it's one long Sorry. train, so you, what can you see what it. What do you mean honor system? Like, don't you, you don't pay right away. Oh, no, 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 you pay, <laughs> and you don't, no one checks your ticket. Oh, and yeah, that's if fine. if they do check your ticket, yeah, yeah, yeah. then you're in trouble. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. But like, I thought for a minute you so were just like not paid. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> you know the honor system whereby like you just no. get on it and then no, they just come and make you pay. Though. And if they don't, no, then you don't no. pay. We did that in Canada though. We forgot to pay a couple times. Yeah. I mean, my rule in Europe generally is like on, particularly on buses and trams, like just get on it. Yeah. Right. Oh my God. Meanwhile, on the LIRR, like someone will shake you oh, out of a yeah. sleep to check yeah. your ticket. Yeah. That's yeah. intense. Those trains are not very well designed. They're no. like the, 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 um, Feet spaces. Oh, all forget your, that. All your trains yeah. Sometimes you're sitting, the whole car is sitting backwards from the way that the train's moving. I'm yeah. like, I do not like this at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they can't sick. turn the train around, though. <laughs> right. You know I mean? They go back and forth. Yeah. But they turning. do the cars where half that was the car is facing. Like the, the yeah. seats are all facing. That was said so apocalyptically, they can't turn <laughs> the train around. <laughs> well, why don't they have the tra- chairs swivel? I don't like know, they guys. hit that's the very advanced. Okay. So this <laughs> is a good podcast. Thanks, okay. guys. We've really established uh, <laughs> our thoughts on train travel yes. in the UK it's and the USA. Be- all very good. Thanks for having me. <laughs> um, now we'll see you next time. Karaoke to fade. I do. Um, okay, so tell us about you. Wait, well, no, let's intro him. Let's intro him the proper all right, way. Where are we <laughs> was, that, was that it? Was that it? <laughs> so uh, tell us about you. 
that is the kind of high level journalism that we're dealing with here. All right, your name or your company's name. I think the tone has been set for this podcast. So, what's the deal with you? You get intro. All right, we are in the presence of the amazing Matthew Barrett. And we. Is it Barrett? Oh my God. You said I could Every say whatever I want. Whenever you think we've set the bar, so we're going to lower it. Matthew Barrett. Barrett. It's Barrett. No, it's Sorry, ba Matthew Barrett. It's Barrett because I think Garrett's Barrett. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, Matthew. Matthew. Is, wait, uh, so should we restart that? I often start with Matthew, but Matt is fine. Okay. okay. Matt. See, this Barrett. is why it's confusing. Matt. I think yeah. let, let's start with Matthew and okay. we'll go from there. Okay. All right. So we are you with Matt. Matthew Barrett and he is from Gold Click. And I'm so excited to hear about this because he is such a really cool company and we'd just love to hear. Tell us what, what's Gold Click about and a little bit about yourself. Hi, everyone. Um, <laughs> so uh, I'm the founder of Gold Click. Uh, we are based in uh, the UK, as you can tell by the accent, probably. He's faking it. It's yeah. Uh, yeah, we all yeah. can talk fake like it, this. Fake, <laughs> it till you, fake it till you make it, right? Um, exactly. To be discussed uh, <laughs> later on in the podcast, probably. <laughs> Um, Gold Click is a global storytelling and media organization. We find people from every country in the world and we ask them to tell stories about themselves, their community, their country through the lens of football. It's all first person perspective storytelling. So it's all about giving the power and control to those people to tell their story. Um, we start with analog disposable cameras, uh, which is, I guess, what we're known for. Uh, we give everyone a camera to shoot a roll of film, and then with those photos, they then write their own story in using words. Um, so our output for most of the five years that we've been doing it has been predominantly analog still photography and the words written by that storyteller. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's Gold Click in a, in a nutshell. That's so cool. How many countries have you had people tell stories from? So we've published, I would say, so I'll answer that question by saying a little bit more about what we're doing because the global project kind of runs constantly all the time. Uh, and we published about 50 countries worth wow. from that. Awesome. But underneath that, we do specific mini series where we zoom in on a city or a country or a tournament or an issue in football, um, which is kind of where we work with partners. But so actually, if you add up everything that we've done, I would say we're we've probably published stories from about 70 to 80 countries and we're in about 150. That's so incredible. That's yeah. I don't it's even know that many countries. <laughs> it's, been a real it's been a real um, benefit for my geographical knowledge. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty confident I could name every country in the world now. Now, we're not going to do that today. That is well, maybe, maybe. We've got a lot of time. <laughs> we have a lot of time. And I happen time. to have a world map right here. No, <laughs> Yeah, because when we were we met you in France during the World Cup, and yep. what, so France, what, that's one. There you go. <laughs> so what were you what were you doing there? Were you doing different S players for each team? Yeah, so for the Women's World Cup, about a year in advance of the of the tournament, um, pretty much this time last year actually, uh, we decided that we wanted to do a big global women's football project, um, covering the state of the women's game globally. Uh, in the year ahead of the Women's World Cup. Now, at that time, no one really was talking about, obviously you were, but no one else was really talking in a mainstream way about women's football around the mm -hmm. world. So it was a bit of a, it was a hunch. It was a, a hunch with some um, some confidence that by the time the Women's World Cup 
came around, there'd be a heightened level of media interest from the mainstream. I guess that's what I mean. There wasn't any mainstream attention yeah, really right. in the game about a year ago, particularly not in the UK. I think the US is probably different, mm-hmm. but um, UK and Europe certainly wasn't. So we started trying to recruit um, players for the project from the grassroots up through professional into international and with the aim that we could recruit some of the World Cup players themselves. And over the kind of nine to 12 months that we were doing that, um, in the end, we had 18 um, Women's World Cup players take part in the project. Awesome. Could have been more, about seven or eight we had didn't quite make the final cut for their squads, um, but we were delighted to have 18 from 14 of the competing nations. Um, and so <coughs> we launched that on the day of the Women's World Cup. About 40 female players from around the world, from 14-year-old girls in India, all the way up to Sam Mewis and Kelly O'Hara from the US Women's National Team. And uh, we launched that in collaboration with the New York Times. Um, so we had a big spread in the New York Times on the day of the the tournament, um, which was amazing. Um, And then we did a month-long exhibition in France uh, with Copper 90 in both Paris and Lyon. Um, So, yeah, and lots of media coverage as well came in off the back of it, Guardian, BBC, Huck, CNN, Vice, as well as obviously the New York Times to start with. And um, obviously the players kind of got involved as well. Um, So a lot of them were... Um, you know, posting photos and their stories mm-hmm. um, that they'd done as part of the project. So it was really looking at um, players' lives in the months leading up to the Women's World Cup. So cool. Yeah, I remember even like not knowing where the images came from at first. No water but I during just the podcast. Oh, you can't drink. You can't this have is, water. This, in this, is like water down. this is like a fitness test. <laughs> <laughs> when there's a water break, I'm we'll uh, take a water Get on the line. I'm, I'm feeling the heat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're being bullied. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm being bullied. Sorry, help. Lana, help. Um, no, I was just going to say that during the World Cup... a really tight ship here. <laughs> <laughs> no water. When Am I allowed to cough? No. no. Oh, yeah. Definitely we, we not. We yell at her we for We keep coughing. a clean, tight ship. You Co- see this? Miss Cough over here. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sorry for interrupting you. No, I was just going <laughs> to yeah, say... We're like <laughs> I was just going to say that during the World Cup, I remember seeing a lot of these images and not knowing exactly where they mm. came from. Like the picture of them in the ice baths. I remember seeing like so many of them... Uh, I just started to regular sleep, but now it's so cool to know where they the story from. behind where a lot of them yeah. came from. Yeah. yeah, disposable analog cameras um, handed out to unsuspecting players. No, they were they, <laughs> they were fully on board. And uh, actually, I mean, the US team is a good example. We had Kelly O'Hara doing the project, and then Sam Mewis, who I know is a, a friend of a friend of yours. Um, she saw Kelly doing the project and kind of self-selected. Um, oh, that's um, awesome. So, and in the end. She did produce the standout image of the of the whole series that that yeah. photo of I Rose say, Rose Lavelle and Alex Morgan in in the yeah. ice bath in San Jose. Um, yeah, it was it was the image that we used to really articulate the kind of whole series, and it was the the image that was probably picked up most widely by um, the mainstream and the kind of football community. Yeah. It's so funny. It's, it's like at a wedding when they leave the disposable cameras <laughs> like on the table, but except like a soccer version mm-hmm. during the World Cup and you have like no idea what you're going to get back with the cameras, yeah. right? Like yep, you really didn't totally. know what yeah. images nope. were even going to be. That must have been so fun. I so feel like that makes it authentic too. Yeah. Like the, the players are having They can't edit it. They can't like yeah, no yes. filtering don't look it. Yeah. Good at, yeah yes, that's living awesome. in a world with all these crazy editing apps, yeah. it's like, it's so raw and real and I love that about yeah. it. Well, you guys are just spokespeople for Gold Click now. I don't need to say anything. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, pretty you much now. Give us a camera. Um, God. 
Well, yeah, we'll well, give you a story. That's Your tensions. Well, you, you say that, I would love you guys to do a camera. Yes, sure, we would absolutely love that. That would be fun. Great. You're done. Wait, you know Dude, it's going to be a lot of pictures of you our lunch. water now. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you know what I love most about Goal Click, though? I think it's just you giving the player the platform to tell their story and to, like, get people to learn more about them because like i just feel like that makes that helps people care more about women's soccer yeah, and you're not it's trying to awareness. steer them in a certain direction you're yeah. not giving them a, an agenda to be pushing in the background if you're letting them literally in the moment decide yeah. that a moment is worth taking a picture of i mean my job really here is done i mean i don't <laughs> have much else to add no to, to to kind of build on some of those points um 100 totally correct uh the kind of the rawness and the authenticity is um, it's really important. And, and the reason we use disposables still, even though a lot of people will say, oh, you know, when are you going to stop using the disposables? Well, our first point of entry will always be disposable camera because everyone's equal. Um, it encourages that patience and intentionality and deliberate nature of, I've only got 27 photos here, so yeah. I need to make every one yeah. count and each one needs to tell a story. And I think that actually improves the quality um, because there is that finite amount and you can't edit them and there's no going back. Um, and then the third reason is, you know, they look cool, they look great, it's unique, it's different. And there's an element of nostalgia, particularly for a lot of the players and people all around the world. Um, there's something about the analog nature that um, that really gets people excited. Um, so yeah, a mixture of all those three things um, is probably the reason we will always use disposables. Um, and then, what was the other point that I was going to come to? How did you s how did you think of that? Yeah, I was going to yeah. say like this idea is just so cool. So my background, me, hello. Um, so I uh, Matthew Barrett. Matthew. <laughs> Is it Barrett? Barrett. It's Barrett. 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 Yeah. It's Barrett. You said Barrett. <laughs> I was it was a joke. Matthew it was a joke Barrett. at your expense. <laughs> um, so I, my career from the age of 21 onwards was in the sports marketing and sponsorship kind of world. I worked agency side, often kind of in comms and working for, uh, for sponsorship campaigns, I guess. But prior to that, Academically, I did a history degree and I specialised in sport in war zones and sport and politics in the 20th century. So there's always been an element of um, using sport and I guess particularly football as a lens, a common language Story to kind of explain yeah. the society yeah. and culture and yeah, tell stories about the world through football. Because fundamentally, that's, all, that's what we're doing. We're telling yeah. stories that explain the world. Football. So, so that was my background. Um, I have just such a random question. Like, what no. happens? So it's not like a digital <laughs> image. So you don't yeah. like ha what hap What if something happens in the yeah. th getting transferred to you, or like, how do you keep records of all these pictures if it's something you literally develop and they're physical yeah. pictures? Um, so we use a developer in London who digitizes the Everything. negatives. Oh my god! Yeah, cause um, imagine that's like awesome. risky. Yeah. I'd be yeah. so scared of like yeah. mailing the camera away. <laughs> that yeah. something yeah. would happen. It's um. We we have very few fails. The odd, there's the odd dud, but generally, once the cameras get back to us, um, we develop and then name the files, um, <laughs> and then uh, and then kind of send them back to the photographer, um, and then we supply a Q and A for them to 
tell that story. Cool. Awesome. Well, I'm sorry, I just interrupted what That's you were saying. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm going to interrupt too. Cool. Um, <laughs> well, I'm going to interrupt you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and then eventually I'll <laughs> say how it even started. I was just going to ask when you were doing the, here. the World Cup stories. Yeah. I mean, we we talk a little bit about like how um, things aren't equal for female sports in the U.S., but I know it's a lot different in other mm. countries too. Did you notice anything interesting like during those stories? Like, was there a yep. certain country or player? There is, uh, and this is not an exact science of how to um, of what I'm about to say, but I felt like the U.S. women's team are closer to the U.S. men's team mm -hmm. than they are to a lot of the other women's teams yeah, around I the world. Yeah, I would agree with um, that for sure. So it's it's hard to bracket the U.S. women's team in women's football sometimes when their existence is so different mm -hmm. to um, a lot of the other teams. Now. Obviously, that's not to say there's not a long way to go for women's football in the States. And I think it was particularly Sam who said in her story that everyone always thinks it's a really glamorous lifestyle. But yes, they do have a lot of facilities and a lot of great um, opportunities. But, you know, it's still not quite as glamorous as people would think when you get below... Um, even into teams that were at the World Cup, mm. but then if you get to international teams who weren't in the World Cup, mm. and you get into uh, kind of other countries where women's football is struggling to even exist, um, it's a real stark difference. Yeah. So in this project, actually, um, there were a few teams where it was clear that professionalism was was happening and progress was being made, but there were other um, stories. I mean, look. The Jamaican team yeah, they is still haven't even been paid yet. Haven't even been paid. It's is <laughs> unbelievable. Did you have anyone from yeah, Lauren Lauren Silva from Jamaica, mm. um, and she was playing in Norway at the time, and and her story was uh, a bit more of almost it's like fish out of water. Obviously, a Jamaican player playing in the snow in Norway was a yeah. really kind of interesting contrast. Of oh my gosh, that's um, an amazing story. <laughs> yeah, how a lot of these um, uh, most women were not playing in their country of mm -hmm. uh, origin. It's only really the U.S. team that is. And maybe the English team as well that has strong um, nationalism presence. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of those players play in their domestic league, but most players it was a Dutch player in Sweden or a Jamaican player in Norway or um, our Thai photographer Miranda is now playing in Lithuania. So it's mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. there's a real internationalism of women's football that yeah. has happened right from the outset, I think, mm -hmm. of the women's game. Um, but yeah, to, to answer the question, um, we saw definitely a few things come out of the project. One of them was definitely the dramatic drop-off of infrastructure and facilities the moment you get below even the best um, national teams. Once you get out of that top 12... I was going to say, probably um, even a top six. Cause yeah, I mean, uh, you would probably... Yeah, because you include Brazil and yeah, Italy in You've that got teams that 12. made the World Cup and they... Totally. ...are mm -hmm. still um, experiencing issues. Yeah, once you get out of that yeah, top 10, it's... Um, it's a real stark drop-off in support, and, um, and that was pretty clear. I mean, one of the stories I like the most is, so Miranda Nild is a uh, striker for Thailand. She was at UCAL um, until mm -hmm. uh, a month before the tournament. Uh, her World Cup preparation, World Cup preparation, was training on her own, creating her own regime, playing like football in squash courts at some point, um, playing with a boys' team, trying to get pick-up games where she could. A month before, and graduating, writing a thesis on sex work, um, a month before the World Cup. Wow. Like, that, Isn't that crazy? That's, that's a different existence than now she's yeah. playing in Lithuania. So we did, um, we also did our first film. Um, so we are moving into audio and video over the next year. Um, still very much first-person, self-created content. 
we did a four minute film with Miranda where she documented her life for three months before the Women's World Cup and we kind of turned that into a four minute short with a production partner of ours, WBR Network. Um, but yeah, her story really stood out to me when we were first bringing people on board as one that needed a little bit extra attention. Yeah, we'll have to include that in like the link in the bio so everyone can watch yeah. that because yeah. I feel like a lot of our followers don't, we always talk about and discuss like the US women's fight for equality, but there's it goes so much farther deeper and deeper that, yeah. beyond us right yeah actually it's interesting our friend dave beast mode that we were talking about before he's from england and he was saying you know i want the u.s to win but i think if england won it would just help women soccer on in the on the world mm -hmm. stage become more you know mainstream and more people to bring awareness and care about it but it's just an interesting concept i was like wow i didn't think of that like maybe Maybe if another country did win, mm -hmm. it would, you know. Help I think it needed U.S. to win. Everything. Actually, I think I've, I actually think it need the U.S. team is the team that is taking the fight most. That's true. The legal fight, yes. The legal fight, 100%. and and but that yeah. that that but that feeds mm -hmm. into everything else. And mm -hmm. actually, I think um, if it wasn't England for me personally, the U.S. was the team I wanted to win because everything will be so much more visible with them. Um, yeah. Maybe the next one, we're ready for a, a, a new winner to we'll like see. further I that. But, yeah. um, I kind of like when the US wins. Yeah, but I think it was important <laughs> at that moment in time. Yeah. Um, and given that set of players um, for the US to win, I said something, I was on a, another podcast. Oh, um, <laughs> um, and <laughs> we were talking about Megan Rapinoe. Um, and... Uh, I think I, st I stand by this, actually. I don't think Megan Rapinoe was the player of the tournament, but I think she was the person of the tournament. I agree with you. Totally, um, very much so. I think it's actually slightly ridiculous that she didn't play in the England game and still won the player That's of the true. tournament. Yeah. She, she was clutch with the PKs and stuff, but I agree. Like, yeah, does that I make you the player of the no, tournament? Right. Uh, right. Lucy Bronze or Rose Lavelle were the player of the tournament. Yes. Lucy Bronze from England. That's <laughs> 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 Shannon. <laughs> Bit of education Rose going on today. Yeah. Um, but... Actually, sometimes, particularly those FIFA awards, it's about more than um, what actually happened on the pitch, rightly or wrongly. And it was necessary that the US won and necessary that Mega Rapinoe was named player of the tournament for those reasons. So, yeah, that's what I think about that. Like <laughs> yeah. Cute, yeah. angry, uh, angry yeah, comments no, I, from, no, your, I, from your listeners. I think it's interesting. I think, like, just like our audience, we probably don't see that side of it. So it's, it's cool to hear that. Yeah. I like it. So do you plan on doing more female-based projects on GoalClick? And if, if you have anything in the works, like, do you want to talk about it? Yeah. Um, so we've always been 50-50, actually, from the very outset. Our very nice. Appreciate our second, that. Our second ever story was a 14-year-old girl in Mumbai, um, part of a girls' football team. Um, and uh, I would say, yeah, I guess the first few years it was probably about 35-40% female. And now, actually, I'd say we probably over-index female because of the, the World Cup project that we've done. Um, we have a few other projects in the pipeline at the moment, which I'll talk about. Um, but I feel that we've, I guess, shown what we can do in the women's game. And I would like to do a domestic version of, um, of the project, either in probably the UK or the US. Um, that's definitely high on our agenda. Um, and then, you know, we're already thinking about the Women's Euros in, in 2021 in England, which is obviously a big opportunity, not just because we're based from there, but, um, you know, that will be a... That is the next biggest women's football tournament, maybe the Olympics, uh, but even then you don't get the breadth of countries because there's only you know, 10 or 12 teams, I think, yeah. playing in the Olympics. So um, the Euros will be a big one for us, but, yeah, I think I'd be very surprised if by this time next year we haven't done a 
US or UK domestic version of of the project. And then, yeah, at the moment, the ones we're working on, we're actually doing um, a big project in Qatar at the moment. Um, so, uh, when how Goldclick runs, we've got the kind of global project running constantly. We're always looking for new stories, new wonderful storytellers like yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then underneath that, as I said, we do specific projects focused on a specific city, like we did London in 2016, a specific country, we did Russia in 2018, um, or a specific tournament, we worked with FIFA on uh, the Women's Under-17 World Cup um, in Uruguay last year. We've worked with UEFA on the Women's Champions League, doing kind of bespoke projects around issues or tournaments. Um, we've just done actually something in New York with um, a refugee football team um, in Crown Heights um, in partnership with them all, um, which is what I'll be talking about at the conference I'm speaking at this week in New York. Um, so it's pretty logical that Qatar will be the next place that we go to tell a specific country story, given its um, looming importance in world football. Um, even though it's male football, it's I, I think it's, it's important to everybody involved yeah. in the world of football. Um, so that will launch in November, December time. Uh, we've worked with about 40 um, Qataris and non-Qatari residents um, who have a football story to tell from workers and grassroots players up through to professionals and, and photographers so will that be a video product or a solely photographic at the moment oh when, you say when you say we who else is involved like how many people the royal we of uh gold click uh it's a very good question so gold click um is uh was founded by myself and uh Edward Jones, um, who I used to work with. Um, we have a couple of other volunteer um, volunteers as part of the project. I'm the only full-time employee. Um, but we have a lot of support from, I guess, from a pro bono perspective. Mm -hmm. uh, we have all our kind of legal and all our branding and design work done um, pro bono by um, friends in the industry. Um, and we do a lot of collaboration in JVs. So, you know, all of our production stuff is done as joint ventures with people. We obviously work with kind of brands and governing bodies on a collaborative partnership basis. And then really I'd also include in the we the 300, 400 storytellers who've been part of GoldClick and, you know, the thousands of people who are almost our fixers in every mm -hmm. country in the world, finding stories or just kind of being um, being part of the GoldClick family. So anywhere between one and a few thousand, I think, is yeah. the answer of, That's a lot of, of who we parts. is. Well, it's actually amazing. Like, nowadays, everyone can work based off of user-generated content. And, like, when you give the camera to someone, like, mm -hmm. they, you know, like, they want to do talk about their story. It's they're, they're doing the work. And it's, like... It's an, it's just an amazing. I think it's an amazing thing that you have. Going we've on. done. We've found uh, accidentally found an incredible business model yes. that doesn't require travel. That doesn't require yeah, uh, production. True. Just the shipping um, of the camera. It requires yeah, the shipping no of a camera and a what WhatsApp. Would you use FedEx? Uh, uh, no, the, the UK Postal Service. Mm. Yes, I, that's um, we are USPS for us. Yeah, and, and when I'm when I'm, shout out. When, <laughs> I'm the, when I'm in the States, <laughs> when I'm in the States, I use uh, I use USPS. Yeah. It ends up being well. the best one. Um, but if FedEx or DHL or UPS are listening, um, <laughs> they all are. DHL is always them. so long for me to get my package. I'm like, uh, I don't think I've ever used that. It's only so when I like, shop in, like, uh, for online for clothing <laughs> somewhere in China, probably. <laughs> but <laughs> so, yeah, we, um, we've accidentally created a very good business model. <laughs> 
um, that means that yeah, we, we don't need a, a, a big core team um, to service you know partners. It can all be it's deliberately decentralized, and I, I kind of want to keep it that way. Yeah, the the plans to hire a few people, but I, I don't. I see our strength in collaborating and using other people's resources, and them using our network and our style of storytelling. That's so cool. Yeah. What's your website, and do you have an Instagram? Yes and yes. That's here. Um, it's goal-click.com is the... I mean, who types in websites these days? I think Google Goal Click. I do. I'm You're sold. Right. Oh, yeah. Google. But you can ask Google Jeeves. Google. Google. Google, Google, Google. Ask Jeeves like a <laughs> um, Goal Click. Okay. Um, and Instagram is at Goal Click. G-O-A-L-C-L-I-C-K. Um, so, yeah. Watch out for lots of new stories awesome and we want to be we want a camera yeah yes Please absolutely we should do a series with our fans because they would be incredible at this like if we picked a few i'd love so to yeah. oh, generally i'd love to yeah. let's we um do have lady baller ambassadors of yeah. all like d- it's just such a broad group of girls and it's just amazing to see how different they are but they mm-hmm. all have like a common goal yep. of being on a team so yep. it's really amazing well, everyone is now listening to a business development meeting in progress yeah. um Let's yeah check. i think that that sounds like a great idea and so guys if you want to be part of it reach out to us sgsoccerrobs.com <laughs> 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 um awesome bing, bing. well thank you so much for chatting with us a pleasure yeah. good and luck with the song we're going to sing right now oh yeah um what do we want to sing uh, how about well we were talking about karaoke earlier mm-hmm. my other karaoke goes to's are uh, Journey Don't Stop Believing Teenage Dirtbag oh. by Retus or oh, um, all these things that I have done okay, by the killers. We'll Ooh, yeah. the killers I might not know the words but you'll hear me which one do you know all we could always those. do instrumental what I mean the first one everyone knows what do you prefer like don't stop believing okay. it's yeah, pretty, like pretty <coughs> basic you know okay you start just a small town girl Living in a lonely world Took the midnight train going anywhere You hear that? Just a silly boy (laughs) Born and raised in South Detroit She took the midnight train going anywhere All right. Wait, we didn't get oh, to the chorus. Oh, we can just oh. fast forward to the Street chorus. Street. People living just a fine emotion hiding somewhere in the night. Don't stop believing. Hold on to that feeling. Street lights, people. It's the Glee version. Our office windows are going to crack. And <laughs> Speak for yourself. Um, If you're still listening, you should get an award. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, and I'm sorry to all the offices who are staring at us right now. The Manhattan Chamber of Commerce, (laughs) shout out, um, are looking at us very, very strangely right now. Um, All right, that was wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us. Speak to you soon. All right, right, we'll see you guys next week. Lady Balls, bye. Lady Balls, bye. Bye. Bye.